Hello, and thank you very much for listening to this episode of the Billy Newman Photo Podcast. I appreciate you guys checking out this episode. I'm recording today. I'm out uh, by the Wildlife Refuge listening to some birds that are still here, kind of wintering through the winter. The water's pretty high out here, sort of through the uh, the rains and stuff we've been getting kind of recently. Some of those, I guess, kind of regularly expected winter storms, but I'm doing pretty good. I've uh, been kind of working on some computer stuff, trying to get some office and photo stuff sort of sorted out, which has been going pretty good, but I've also been trying to get ready for uh, sort of coming into the end of February, now into March, April, May, and I'm hoping to kind of ramp it up a bit for some more stuff, but um, I've been kind of prepping and then uh, heading out on some day trips out to Eastern Oregon, which has been cool. I haven't gone that far yet, but uh, right around the corner, I'm doing the big trip and I'm heading out toward the Oahe River area, uh, which is cool. I was talking about that a bit on the, the last one. And uh, since then, I've been kind of going out to some nearby spots that uh, are past the Cascades, but are out in the Eastern Oregon area. And uh, it's cool getting out into the sagebrush and stuff and uh, kind of checking out what's out there in the area this time of year. But excited to go out on this Oahe trip. It's out in, uh, I guess, like the real far southeast corner of Oregon. And it's uh, kind of an interesting area to be out in this time of year if uh, if i can kind of get the right weather break it's really not too bad oftentimes the elevation out there is like you know four four thousand feet forty five hundred feet power higher you know as you kind of get up in the hillsides and stuff and, and those those higher elevation spots can definitely be uh, snowed out a lot of the time i think like a lot of those mountainside areas you know like i don't know if you're going up out toward the steens or something i think that that stays snowed in you know as you kind of go up that mountain road there that'll be snowed in until july sometimes so it kind of depends on the snow year and stuff but at the uh the sort of lower elevations, the base elevations out there, you can do some driving around. And I think they keep the highways pretty opened up. Um, but it's not really an all-year-round kind of place out there. I mean, I don't know if you guys have driven out to Burns, Oregon, or out past from Burns to, I don't know, what's the road? Burns to Vale or Ontario as you're kind of going out to Boise. And uh, you can take like a, another road that sort of cuts out south of there and down, down deep into Nevada. You pass Rome and McDermott out there. And that's uh, sort of where I'm trying to plan on heading but uh, there's a couple, couple like hunting. Well, I guess it would be uh, big stretches of BLM land that uh, that go on out there. And then uh, there's uh, some of that that's been kind of kind of maintained. Uh, some of it not really so much for like winter stuff. But uh, but some areas around the Wahi River and some spots that I'm going to, there's a couple. Um, I guess it's sort of remote. Very remote. Probably no one going to be there right now, but uh, but active enough by uh, by like um, you know maintenance services by the state that you can get back in there this time of year, and uh, it's kind of cool. Yeah, uh, uh, not as uh, like hilly out there, you know, not as many trees to come down. Even though they're they're doing a really good job this year of uh, kind of getting everything, all those roads and stuff, they're keeping them pretty well maintained. Um, some of that stuff out there in the real remote parts of Oregon, they uh, they kind of let be until the season starts to change. But some of the stuff I'm going to should be pretty easy. Uh, the Yawahi River stuff is pretty cool. A lot of hunting camps out there or a lot of uh, kind of like remote dispersed campsites. And it's cool uh, kind of going through the maps and stuff and trying to find those in advance. I'm trying to kind of plan it out so that I got a couple days of, uh, of doing some stuff. I'm trying to like stay at a spot for a little while. And uh, a lot of the times I'm, I'm kind of like on a road trip, or, you know, like a truck road trip sort of thing, but uh, I'm kind of trying to set it up so that I'm sort of in like an area and then I get to kind of roam around that, that zone for a little bit more time. And uh, I'm hoping that that kind of is a different, different kind of set of photos that I'm able to make from it for being in a spot for a longer time, kind of seeing like a, a sunrise, a sunset, a sunrise and a sunset all in the same zone of an area. I think it's kind of cool when you're out there. And uh, even though a lot of the time it's almost the same, uh, it seems like a couple of days of those exposures and experiences, they uh, 
they're different enough that uh, it's kind of cool to have that variation in the in the photographs that you're making of an area. So I like that. I like the uh, the Oahe River Canyon stuff that I that I've been seeing out there, and uh, a lot of those uh, those Eastern Oregon landscapes and uh, rim rock natural features are really cool. And I like capturing them in uh, in this time of year in the winter time. Eastern Oregon in March is is really pretty cool. I like it um, a lot out there. I like it in the summertime. It's a lot easier to kind of travel around. Well, in some capacities, if it's not too hot, but uh, kind of part of the problem out there is uh, there's really not many towns, not many resources, or at least, you know, to make it easier, light. A lot of these kind of like, well, I don't know, I'll get into that, but it's just a pretty remote, pretty harsh kind of country and stuff. And uh, it's cool. It's really cool. And it's a lot of wilderness stuff or I don't know, even hardly, wilderness. you know, it's kind of contacted by roads, but uh, but it's really remote and it's kind of difficult to, to move around in and you're hours away from I guess, uh, much real stability as it is for society or for a lot of stuff, the whole area out there in Nevada, parts of Idaho, that, uh, that Southeast wash or, um, Southeast Oregon area into Utah, just real empty country out there. It's probably like, uh, one of the biggest sections in the United States that's that remote, that, that, that is that empty. And I think that's sort of some of the stuff that you get in, uh, in that section of the, the, I guess it's part of the great basin something like that but yeah there's a real you know wide sprawling um kind of sagebrush fields that you get out there so cool area cool and uh, really nice areas to photograph what's cool though i like uh, this time of year the winter time or kind of in uh, like february march april uh, because you get uh, you get a little bit of snow in those areas so you can get some snow topped rim rocks and hillsides and stuff but you also get enough dynamics in the weather that you get some clear skies and you get some i think really cool kind of storm clouds that sort of get mixed up in the in the skies over the wide open eastern oregon uh air out there or the landscape and so uh so sometimes you can get these really cool big kind of swirled storm clouds as they kind of start to mix up over the the landscape out there and uh yeah you get some real uh i think interesting visualizations especially as you get kind of toward the the evening you get some some really i think beautiful uh, sunsets or sunrises or uh, just kind of mixes with uh, colors into the clouds and stuff and like i was saying earlier on a couple other podcasts ago, uh, some of those tools of using like uh, long exposure techniques or using compression in those landscape photos when you're using like a, a 70 to 80 or, or sorry, or sorry, a 24 to 70 millimeter lens or an 80 to 200 millimeter um, telephoto lens. I think like those are really cool out in those landscape places. You can kind of do a lot of uh, sort of interesting compression dynamics and you can do a lot of interesting long exposure stuff with those cool clouds, those cool colors and sweeps and stuff. So it's kind of cool to get to practice uh, a few of those different pieces all at the same time, but having a good time uh, getting ready for this trip out to Eastern Oregon, having a good time kind of getting prepped with them by doing these uh, longer uh, sort of full day trips out there. It's kind of tough. Like I was mentioning, I think uh, like you wake up real early in the morning and then you try and get uh, everything in set up in the truck already. You get busted out the door before it's light out. And if you can get on the road and if the weather's pretty fair for you, you can get out to a lake or you can get out over the Cascades and then over into, you know, sort of a different Eastern Oregon kind of uh, countryside, which has been cool. And I've liked that a lot. Um, really within like two hours or three hours, you can get to those kind of places. And then uh, once you're there, Three and a half hours in, you can kind of roam around at a spot, get to a lake spot out in Eastern Oregon. You can do a day of outdoor activity, make a lunch, go back out again, get packed up about 3.30, 3 o'clock, hang out if you want to, and then drive back the few hours. You get home by 6, you have dinner. It's a pretty cool kind of 
afternoon winter day for uh for doing some eastern oregon kind of wilderness stuff and that way um i don't have to get uh i guess kind of kind of stuck out in the dark for for 15 hours which uh is kind of been what i've uh, been against the last couple of days but back into it with the camping here anytime <laughs> i don't know i kind of get wussed out on the uh on the the deep snow or the heavy cold i'm uh, i'm not a big fan of that like a couple of weeks ago it was like we had that cold snap it was warm over on the coast uh, but real cold over in, uh, in, in like central Oregon and through like the west of the country. It was like, you know, zero degrees was like an average. So it sounds real tough. I'm glad I wasn't out camping and that stuff. Uh, but I know people are, I know people do. I know, uh, there's like a lot of, a lot of outdoor gear and stuff that's already kind of uh, set up and, and managed to be down to zero or below zero or like, you know, I have people that are, <laughs> I hear, you know, like I read stuff out, uh, like, uh, like a tent collapse because so much snow landed on it you know there's you know like the dome of the tent those little poles couldn't take all the snow that had landed on it overnight but you think man what do you uh, it just seems like tough to camp in that kind of condition or you know like have all your stuff out in front of your campsite then have it hit with 12 inches of snow overnight now your your stove or your your mess kit and stuff is now coated in in a foot of snow your backpack that's dumped in snow uh maybe you have it stuffed in the vegetable of the tent but who knows so it's kind of fun uh, going out in the winter time, especially in these uh, kind of moderate mild climates like we've got here. And what's cool is uh, Oregon is here, and it's nice uh, enough in the winter time. You know, like waking at those little breaks of uh, sort of modest, moderate weather. But it's cool too because you also have, or at least you now in my case, like I'm considering uh, the parts of California and the parts of Nevada that are available to me as well. And a lot of that eastern California or that northeastern section of California. Um, is uh, a little bit warmer than the February, March climate that we have here in Oregon. A little bit less snow at some elevations. And, uh, and yeah, a little bit, I don't know, more more ready to go. You know, if you get, like, down south of Redding and then out toward, like, Lassen Peak and east of there, uh, even by, like, mid-March, you can have, you know, pretty comfortable or pretty moderate temperatures, especially down now that, or, you know, if you move on from there uh, down out into parts of Nevada, some of it can be real cold up in the mountains and stuff, but uh, but man, yeah, some of that in Nevada can be uh, real comfortable. Uh, so I have some friends now that are down in Arizona uh, for the winter doing some outdoor stuff, and, and it sounds great, you know, like uh, kind of being in pretty moderate climates down there through the winter time, getting out of some of the rain of Oregon, getting out on an adventure. It sounds pretty fun, and so sometimes yeah, I kind of think like, oh well, I'm stuck in the the snow of the Cascades or the I don't know, wet, cold of the Oregon coast or something like that. But really, yeah, if you just got to put another nine hours in the car, you're out in Nevada or Utah or out in the high desert area of, you know, I don't know, somewhere else. So it sounds kind of cool. And it sounds like it, I don't know, might be kind of a fun thing to do. If you can do that, think about it, you know, like uh, all the, the, uh, the amounts of land that you can go out to. It's like, uh, it's not the only, the, your state alone is not the only spot you can plan a trip in, which is kind of fun. I've been trying to do that a bit more too. So got to have something like that coming up soon. But yeah, probably most of the stuff I'll talk about on this episode of the podcast. I appreciate you guys checking out uh, these podcasts through uh, through February and through March. Now it's been pretty cool. Um, I'll have another one coming up next week. Got some gear tips and stuff to go over. Got to talk about this Oahu trip a little bit. That'll be pretty cool. And um, yeah, just doing some remote high desert stuff this week. It's been pretty cool. Getting prepped. Get ready to go camping. So hope you guys are uh, doing well, having a good winter, and getting through it. I guess for me, you can go to BillyNewmanPhoto.com to see more of the information about me. You can go to BillyNewmanPhoto.com forward slash support if you'd like to find out some information about how to support this podcast. 
and how to keep me uh, in production of doing some podcasts, doing some photos, some photo books, and some traveling stuff. So appreciate you guys checking it out. Works kind of like Patreon. You'll figure it out. But, uh, but yeah, appreciate you guys tuning into this episode of the Billy Newman Photo Podcast. Talk to you again next week. <laughs>